0: yet when I looked upon that ugly idol in the glass, I was conscious of no repugnance, rather of a leap of welcome. This, too, was myself. This, as I take it, was because all human beings, as we meet them, are commingled out of good and evil. Dr. Jekyll The Walking Dead, Season 3, Episode 8, Made to Suffer What is up, everyone, and welcome back to Feet Don't Eat Your Brain. I'm Zachary Ballard, and with me today is the one and only Brendan Hanks. Go hey, ahead and going? introduce yourself. Brendan. Uh, I'm Brendan. <laughs> yep, that's all you need to know about Brendan. <laughs> um, yeah, we went to school together uh, at UVU. Um, currently has one more year left. He's a musical theater major, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So, um, Brendan, what has been your experience with The Walking Dead? Have you wa- You've watched a little bit before, right? Yeah, so yeah. I've
1: seen the show up till, I
0: think, at the end of season four or five. Okay. I, okay, I saw cool. as far as they got up to D.C., mm-hmm. and then things got a little uh, too confusing for me. Okay, sounds good. Um, I, As far as they... Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that, I remember that. Um, Yeah, so what'd you think about the episode?
1: Uh, it, it, I liked it. I, I yeah. remembered how much I liked the show through it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it reminded me just, like, how many factions and problems they have going on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah.
0: Well, like, this episode was so cool for me, because I was like, oh, this is the episode where we really see, like, conflict with other humans, right? Like, we see a little bit before, but this one, like, really brings home like oh like this is like a war zone that they're in at the moment. And I saw a lot of duality of man, like the the different um factions that are in like a man's heart that they have to deal with. Um and and I love the quote I cannot I think it was it was either it was, I think it was Maggie she said all this time running from walkers, you forget what people do.
1: Mm, that was and great, and
0: great. like, we've spent all this time like worrying about the walkers and worrying about like that danger of them. And then we get to this moment where we're like, oh, people are monsters as well or can be monsters as well. So like, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Uh, I mean, I agree. Yeah. One, one of the really interesting bits about the episode for me was the way that the different people uh, like would react to certain situations, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, um, yes, forgive me on names, but you have the the black couple that they're traveling, the group that they're traveling mm-hmm. with um, Tyrese and Sandra. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, when, uh, when Carl locks them in. Yeah. Um, he go. she freaks out and goes, you need to let us out right now. Because And she's, because she's kind of going, you've now trapped us and we're, we're stuck here. Whereas her husband goes, slow down. I think they're siblings. Uh, siblings, forgive mm-hmm. me. Um, then her brother goes, hold on a minute. Right. We've got, you know, first of all, there's no walkers here right now. Yeah. Which is already better than we were. Yeah. Uh, second of all, we have another problem, which is mm-hmm. the guy's mother turning.
0: Mm-hmm yeah and i i think it's um like and who's to say like they wouldn't have reacted differently depending on the other circumstances you know and speaking of that group i was so mad at them because like they've been in this for a year and they're still debating on whether to like drag her along or like just leave her out you know i mean i don't think leaving her out to be eaten is the ethical thing to do but they were still like well, we can't kill her yet. Like, she's not turned yet. I'm like, bro, you know what happens. Just let her go. Like, this is the world we're living in at the moment, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, it kind of leads back to that whole Rick and Shane conflict. Right? Yeah. Because Rick is is the same deal, right? Mm-hmm. It's we give mercy for probably longer than we should. Mm-hmm. Whereas Shane is, no, we cut the head off now. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any problem in the future. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's kind of a, there's a place for both. But in yeah, the case yeah. of your literal survival, I mean... I don't, see, I don't know. I was actually personally kind of thinking on this because mm-hmm. I had to sit there and think, "You're right." If if my mother had been bitten by a zombie, right, I probably could not uh, get myself to to kill her. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't even it doesn't even matter if I if, what what survival situation situation I was in. I really just kind of thought, you know what? At that point, some things are more important mm-hmm. than just surviving. And my relationship with hmm. my mother is very important. And so it it kind of leads me to. I mean, would I survive in the zombie world? Probably not, right? Mm. Because I, because I, I distinguish these things. These only matter for me when I'm not chased by zombies. Yeah. But it, I really, I that really made me think, and I kind of went, no, I think I would have done what they did, which is I probably would have brought along as far as I could have, mm. um,
0: probably for the most part, so that I wasn't ever abandoning my mother. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. Like, and I think the thing was, is that they knew she was dying, but like they didn't want to like leave her, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and they did eventually end up killing her. Um, but like, I love how Carl was just like ready to go. He was yeah. like, "We well, have got to put her down. Mm-hmm. And then, but <laughs> I feel like a hammer a hammer? a hammer is messier <laughs> yes. than, than a gun, which I was confused about. I was like, I get why you want to be the one and not this kid to kill her, but like yeah. use a gun with a silencer <laughs> it, on it. Yeah, just you know, the, like, why are you, one why one are one we gun using gun. the hammer? Like that's, yeah. yeah. But that was just a logistical thing that I didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I imagined because Carl wasn't going to give him the gun. Sure, Um, sure, for sure. Then on top of that, a bullet
1: is a bullet, and they're trying to save those.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Leave it to Brendan to make me think about (laughs) things logically. (laughs) Um, But yeah, then I wanted to talk about. So the governor Mm -hmm. is such an interesting character, and I mean, it, it becomes so obvious that like his reasoning for killing other people and other groups is because he wants to be the big guy. He wants to be, like, the guy at the top. He doesn't want anyone else, like, coming and threatening his status because he is... He will only bring in weaker people. People that he can control. People that he can mm-hmm. he can manipulate. And and the minute he finds out that there's this group of ten that, like, like cleared out of prison, he's like, they gotta go. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the military group at the beginning of the season. Right. He's like, oh, they're military? They could overthrow me. They gotta go. And it's just... He's causing so many issues for himself by just doing that, that, like, he's gonna get overthrown eventually, you know? In
1: a way, I mean, so... one of the things to think about with that is that... So he, he's actually performing a, a dual or multiple purpose. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, he is preventing others from being stronger than him. Mm-hmm. But he is also defending what he has. And the people that are in there are not inconsequential to him. Sure. Right? They they are what bestows the status upon him. Mm-hmm. And so he can only have that status as long as he's protecting those people. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Because um, the other people don't give <sighs> a... Yeah. And government. in fact, they, yeah,
1: they'll, they'll shoot him as quickly as anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For their own survival. Mm-hmm. Um, and so him... The other thing is to think about is that he there's a limited number of resources. Mm-hmm. And so any faction that moves within, you know, let's say a day's walk in the area, you're going to be competing with them for sure. resources. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, all the things that you thought were secure that
0: you could, you could
1: last for a long time with,
0: mm-hmm. you end up going,
1: now we're competing for everything. But I
0: mean, like there's, there's, I, I just don't see a point in like, like, yes, you have to compete, but if there's other groups, then you can like, communicate with them and, like, like trade with them and, and do other things, but I guess it's early on enough in the process that, like, people are just untrusting of each other. Well, it's you also, know?
1: he doesn't need them. Sure. Right? So, they they have... They self-sustain themselves, right? Like, sure. honestly, in the show, I think theirs is probably the best setup there is, at least as far as I saw, outside of the pretty futuristic stuff in D.C. Like, mm-hmm. their setup is amazing. They have that wall, they have the cars, they have the wall of tires, mm-hmm. they've got the people on the wall. Like, they they've insulated themselves super well against the walkers. Mm-hmm. And to the point now where they don't have to actually worry about the walkers hardly at all. Mm. They use them as entertainment. Yeah. So as soon as a new group moves in the area, you immediately are back on guard because now you have something that can think and something yeah. that can get in. And I mean, another principle generally is that you see this in like time two big nations in the world. Yeah. Uh, even if there's no reason for them to be competing over resources, if there is any spot that is pinched by both of them, mm-hmm. it
0: can easily start a massive conflict that leads to one or the other dominating the other. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's like it's like the Cold War. Y- the yep. whole thing with the Cold War was mm-hmm. was that. And oh, I thought it was so funny. Like I just had to laugh when when immediately they they go into the group, they go into Woodbury to get uh, Glenn and Maggie out. And immediately the governor starts calling them terrorists mm. and starts starts mm. calling them um and like they were like they came from the prison. I saw one guy in like a prison jumpsuit and he was like, They're escape convicts. Yes. He's like, this works perfectly with like the story I'm gonna tell my people, mm-hmm. right? That these escape convicts are coming and wreaking havoc yeah. on on our our town. And we need to stop them because they're terrorists. Well, he's and a, I love that. He's a great politician. Oh yes. That's yes, that, that's for sure, like, for sure. he's not he's
1: not the he's not the leader because he's the biggest or the strongest. Uh-huh. He's not the leader because he's the smartest. He relies on
0: that scientist guy. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that he can he weaves the narrative It yep. keeps everybody in one piece. Yeah. And and the, even at the end where he like flips on Merle and <laughs> and he because Merle was supposed to kill Michonne and Michonne came back and wrecked ah! him, right? Yep, and killed the zombie daughter. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, and, and I also enjoyed seeing the difference between like Merle's and Daryl's loyalty, like to each other Mm -hmm. versus like to their groups, because you saw that questioned, like between both of them, they were like, but that's my brother. But like, they both had loyalty to the groups that they were with Mm -hmm. as well, which I thought was interesting. What are your thoughts on on that? I mean, so Merle and
1: Daryl are, they're kind of, uh,
0: I don't know the,
1: the thing about Daryl throughout the show. Is is his loyalty mm-hmm. to something that he deems good. It is his loyalty that makes him like that's it, what the it's the thing about him that makes him unique and good. Yes, right. Yes, he,
0: and it's his loyalty to himself too, and to what he right. believes in.
1: Yes, he doesn't he doesn't flip flop like many other characters yeah. do. Um, and even even Rick has moments where he does things that are opposing to his own ideas. Mm-hmm. But Daryl is this is my group, and I'm not going to sell them out just for an advantage in another group. Mm-hmm. Whereas Merle is also. He's kind of that way. Mm-hmm. But he has also flip-flopped a bit. And yeah. he does end up flip-flopping.
0: Well, uh, yeah, because he's like, oh, that's my little brother. Right. right. Which which is
1: interesting is that Daryl ends up prioritizing the group, or the new family he has, mm-hmm. whereas Merle ends up prioritizing family bonds.
0: It's almost as if Daryl kinda knows that Merle's a jackass, you know? <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> like... Or at least that he separates out, yeah. you know, his loyalties in a way that he kind of he kind of sees beyond the moment right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Uh, I just, I love that moment where they're standing in the middle and you can just see, like, we got to fight together to get the hell out of here. It's so cool. Um, But speaking of that, speaking of the zombie daughter and everything, Michonne coming back and wanting to hurt the governor. Like, so in the comics, the governor, like, Michonne is more justified in Mm. doing that. Because the governor like actually like rapes her and tortures her oh, wow. days on end.
1: Yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah, and make sense. so she's
0: more just More in the T V series, he just like tried to kill her. Right. He sent a few <laughs> men to kill her. Yeah. And and Impersonally I mean, too. Yes. And like Michonne sees like sees how bad of a guy he is, but in the T V series, it, it didn't feel as justified to me. Like, I felt I feel like getting your people back, that's justified, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh but like having like going in and just like wanting to kill him, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess she's just has the Punisher mindset where she's like, I gotta take out the scum of the earth, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of felt more like a lover's squabble at that point. Yeah.
1: Right? Because, um, forgive me, the blonde girl. Who's, Andrea. Andrea. So Andrea uh, and Michonne are together for a long time. They get to this town, and Andrea decides to stay. Mm-hmm. And Michonne goes, and, you know, uh, Governor tries to have her killed. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's the revenge factor, but it ends up just kind of being, you took what was mine, yeah. and now I'm going to make you suffer for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, and Andrea's interesting in that, too, is, like, she decides to to stay with the governor, even though she, like, sees the dead zombie daughter. She sees Daryl. sees the freaking uh, heads that were in, the, in yeah. the tanks. And, like, and she was questioning the governor at some point. But, like, then you start to learn, like, oh, Andrea's down for this because she gets safety from the governor. And, like, the governor treats her with respect. Like, he still kind of, like, pushes her off to the side. But he does it in a way that she doesn't feel like is, like, hurting her ego. Where the other group, they would just flat out tell her, no, you're right. being an idiot. You're right. But, like, the governor is like, well, I feel like you'd be more important here, so let's move you. Yeah, so he's, he's, like, he's 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 not actually respecting her, but he's, like, under the guise that I'm respecting you as an equal. Uh, right? he, he's respecting her as a subordinate. Sure. Right? Versus, uh, or, well, I mean, as an equal to a sort. I mean, because he,
1: he essentially, I mean, if you look at it at, like, a very base level, he's uh-huh. essentially going, look women are better at some things and I need you to go do what women are better at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Which nowadays sure. chafes a bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. And in the show, you can definitely see her irritation with it, uh-huh. but yeah. she has also assumed that role mm-hmm. in that society. Yeah. And she also has become a part of it, right? She's now involved mm-hmm. with the people that are there. Yeah. And so she, I, I imagine that she sees the benefits of the society and that they outweigh any downsides that the governor
0: has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, Man, it's just so, it's so good. Well, like, and then you see the governor's humanity way more in this episode than I think you do, like, ever. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when, like, you just see the anguish and the pain when Michonne just freaking ice his daughter. Yeah, dude. And, and like, and you just see the pain. And then you see, like, that moment where he's like, I'm going to kill this group. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like, I feel like they would have had conflict with each other. If Michonne didn't do that, and there probably still would have been, would have been like a war, but I don't think the governor would have been as brutal with them. Oh, agree.
1: I mean, Michonne basically, it, Rick's thing was get in, get our people, get out. Yeah. And like, Rick, Rick was ready to leave Michonne yes, behind. He was right. like, she, 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 bailed. she dropped the mission. Yeah. She bailed. And we got to go. She, she, she screwed them all. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. Michonne is, I, I would say, almost the primary reason all this happened, right? Mm-hmm. If Michonne had left with them, right, if there's then a conflict, right, you're at a point now where Rick's group is pretty capable, mm-hmm. right? So if the governor decides to make a move on them, yeah, they still might fight. But with Andrea there, right, once Andrea realizes who these people are, right, her friends, mm-hmm. or at least, you know, the group she was with, there's at least a chance for kind of a
0: workaround. Yeah, but then I, after I, after that that conflict with Andrea Michonne, Andrea's oh. like, I'm... I'm yeah. with the governor like this, right. is, this is messed up because Michonne again
1: Michonne didn't do things it, it's, Michonne wasn't like Rick where he was doing things that these are our people who were rescuing them mm-hmm. it was no I'm taking I'm going to make this man hurt yeah and as soon as she humiliates him like that because that's what she does mm-hmm. she goes in and she humiliates she finds the things he loves the most and destroys it right mm-hmm. in front of him right yeah then proceeds to take his eye mm-hmm. right That that's something that is well I don't want to be off color about it but that's something that cannot be you ha- that is a for a man, that is a must-be answered attack on yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. There are certain,
0: like it, it, you know, it, it's almost. I mean, in a way of looking at. I it... I mean, I think for anyone, like that would be that would be a must-like answer. Like, I, I feel like, you know, Machon went and attacked his like personal right core, yes, and that for anyone that would be like a I have to act on this,
1: sure, right. But in in the case of a male hierarchy, which is all in point, I'm not sure. I'm not saying mm-hmm. anything particular there, except that in a male hierarchy, right, the reason why he holds a position he has mm-hmm. is because. He he he, he has a, a level of status about everybody else. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he's humiliated by a random person, or someone yeah. has escaped from him, and that makes him, he now has to clamor for control of what he had before. Yeah, he is now on very shaky grounds, and it's I think it's part of why he clamps down so hard. Yeah, is because he goes, I have lost my legitimacy, and therefore I have to establish it by any means necessary. Well, like by by like he has to show that he's he's a like a leader Yes. Again, you know, he has to show that nobody can just walk in and take his stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so good, yeah, for sure, man.
1: I love this episode so much. It it's also a fantastic. It's got the I means, got the firefight in it. Mm-hmm. It's got the kind of back and forth of this small little area. Yeah, that they're they're
0: both like walking past each other, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it makes it some great, great dramatic moments. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to talk about uh, um, Rick seeing Shane, like in the firefight, because mm. they're they're sort of toying with Rick's insanity at the moment. Um, and I, I sometimes check out whenever, whenever they toy with insanity in these things, which I mean, ins- insanity would happen. Um, but I, I was unsure how I felt about him seeing Shane in the firefight.
1: Yeah. It didn't seem like it had, um, the same, like it, it wasn't like symbolic of something necessarily. Yeah. Cause right? it was
0: just like, it was just like, he saw him
1: and it, didn't have a real and it messed him up. I feel like,
0: I feel like he would see Lori, the most because right, right. I feel like he's like left Shane behind he's passed with yeah. Shane well, yeah, you he's know put a bullet in him. yeah right. yeah but like I feel like it, it would make more sense if you saw Lori, but I don't know I, I I just want to know your thoughts on that moment I mean
1: it's I don't know I, I'm a
0: little bit biased because I, I I've started to get just really annoyed at
1: like how much people use the slow motion um freaking <laughs> emotional flashback thing uh-huh. where they can see a vision of somebody and I think it's just done so much in so many shows that I, I just it's it just, just annoys me now mm-hmm. um but it also, like, it wouldn't annoy me near as much if I felt like it actually had a purpose. Mm. It felt like it was it was a harder... I mean, I don't know. If they were doing something like Rick was Rick was making a super hard decision and killing people when he probably shouldn't have, mm-hmm. and then he sees Shane, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. He's seeing the Shane in him. Yeah, for sure. But like, it that's was, not what was some going guy. On, right? It was just some guy he that He was, was, was like... doing something that Shane would not have told him, would, have, would not have done. Mm-hmm. And he just sees this random guy, right? So uh, yeah. I guess the, the only way I could see it is, is that he's haunted by the fact that he killed Shane, and it's sure. showing up in a super stressful moment.
0: Sure. Yeah, but I mean, your yeah. brains do do that if you like have, like, if you're in a traumatic moment and you face a traumatic moment before, like, your brains like tend to connect the two together, mm-hmm. which which makes sense. But yeah, he also has kind of already had his break, right? When after his wife dies, yeah, he's burned, like in the he room. loses yeah. his
1: mind, mm-hmm. which makes total sense, right? Mm-hmm. With all that he's done to try to make sure all this stuff happens, mm-hmm. and then he just he gets there, and if I remember right, this happens in the middle of uh, that one prisoner flips on the alarms, right?
0: Yeah, flips on the alarm, yeah. so it's like a few walkers So the walkers loose. freaking yeah. come
1: in and start killing people again. Mm-hmm. So, and because of that, no one can be around to really help his wife,
0: and it just, it, it everything gets soured by the fact that he didn't kill that guy as yeah. soon as he saw it. Yeah. Man. I, I think this was such a straightforward episode and such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm, I don't think I have really anything else. Like, I think it was just such a straightforward, like, there's the episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about?
1: I mean, the episode i mean i think that pretty much covers most of it right i mean yeah it, it, it's the, it's yeah. an episode where I, I
0: just go there wasn't any wasted time yeah none yeah i agree moved it all forward yeah it yeah. moved the yeah story forward so and which gives us less to talk about because it's pretty just like mm-hmm. like we talk about it and then we're done yeah okay cool well we will be right back after a short musical interlude with the moral dilemma are back. Alright, Brendan, here's your moral dilemma. Alright. Are blood relatives more important than people that are non-blood relatives, the connection between them, or vice versa?
1: Depends a little bit. Okay. Um but if if, it, if that's all the information I'm giving given, blood relatives.
0: Okay. Okay, cool.
1: I mean it it, it kind of comes down to uh the the more in a situation where you are when the typical bonds of affection don't exist mm. everything reverts down to its very basic level and family is a very basic loyalty mm. and you can trust a family member i think more than you can a random stranger in this sort
0: sure sense. i mean i mean like what i meant by that is like like if you have friends you have like really close connection to like would you rather would you still pick blood over friendship i would still say it kind of depends because mm-hmm. uh, i have a i
1: like I feel that I have a, I guess extended family does make it a little bit different, right? Yeah. Direct family trumps both of those. Um, Extended family, it it really depends because Mm -hmm. um, it's also if if it's friends and you're like just right there, Mm -hmm. um, it may be more worthwhile to help your friends. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like, like morally, who
0: should I be more loyal to? I do have a familial tie to them. Sure. So that that morally is how I would put it. Sure. I think for me, it like depends on like how close i feel to one or the other like if like if i have a family member that i'm not very close to like and um they haven't given me a reason to like be loyal to them or trust them like i'm picking i'm picking my friend that i have built a strong bond with Mm -hmm. more than this family member that that wouldn't that i feel wouldn't do the same for me and and that and that i totally get Mm -hmm. right um so i I come from a slightly different angle, mostly because,
1: um, I like, oh,
0: you the like family, that. I, know, right? So yeah. like, I, I don't,
1: I, there's like, <laughs> at least from the people that I know in my family, there's, there's nobody who is, who has ever been like dishonest mm-hmm. or, or acted really badly. Sure. Um, that I have seen. Right. And sure, that's sure, and sure. That I know, I know that that is not a normal circumstance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that, that kind of pollutes my answer that way.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, think it's, I think it's interesting. Like a lot of times, I don't know, I feel like people that would like choose family, either are like the toxic person in a toxic family and so therefore like they're like I would choose my family because I want to control my whole family and like family is the most important or they have a really good family that they're really bonded with, right. you know? Um but like I, I was just watching uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was the one <laughs> it was the it was the one that was like happened like it was newer one that happened right after the first one. So they just cut to like the police being at the house after the very first one. And then there was a baby that was, like, adopted from, from like, the, the Sawyer family who were, like, the the bad family that killed all the kids, right? And she finds out that she's a Sawyer and then, like, she, like, flips in the middle of the episode. She's like, I'm I'm a Sawyer, so I'm going to kill you and eat you. And I was like... And she was like, because it's family. And I was like, that's bullshit. It's, it's a weird <laughs> thing. I mean, so
1: there... I mean, you can't deny that there, there is an aspect of, like, who you are that comes from your family. Sure. And this even, this even extends but to... But is it, like,
0: nurture in nature? Like, was she, like... I mean... Is in, that family messed up because they were nurtured and raised to be that messed up? Or are they messed up because that's just how the family is? I mean,
1: you cannot take the... You can't take, like, the, the choice out of their hands, right? Sure. they yeah. They like it's one thing to like be driven crazy it's another to like systematically murder people mm-hmm. right yeah. systematically murdering people is at least to my understanding less of a less of a genetic thing mm-hmm. than an actual choice yeah uh, there is um i don't know there there have been weird cases in which when they've done twin studies mm. like yeah. like and the twins are separated right uh one twin um likes uh so there was this one case where two sets of twins were flipped Mm. And so one of each was with either family Mm -hmm. and the ones that were with the family that wasn't their own were always out of place, even as far as their interests and Mm. some of their temperaments. So one guy, he really likes motorcycles and the rest of his family doesn't. They're just not a thing that they're, he goes back to the family that he's originally from and they're all gearheads. Bro. Right. Yeah. Crazy. No idea why, why that would even, how that would even translate. Mm -hmm. But yet somehow there was and again, this is like a one-off, right? You don't know how... Yeah. It, it's probably not that clear with everybody.
0: Well, I mean, she was also there when she was a baby, right? Mm-hmm. And I think b- babies absorb so much more mm-hmm. than, like, we give them credit for. Yeah. Like, babies absorb everything around them, and they're so malleable. And, like, the ages between one and five are the most malleable years of your life. And, like, you... And so, I don't know. I guess she might have absorbed some... I mean, like, it, yeah. I mean, it, so how old was she when she was adopted? Like, like maybe like, either less than a year old or, like, a year old. Gotcha. I mean, first off, just as a side note, if they
1: were going to have, get her, put her up for adoption, they should have sent her to the other side of the country.
0: Yeah. Um, well, she also wasn't, like, so how she got back into that world is she got, like, a deed from her grandma oh, that, like, gotcha. her grandma died and she got, like, a mansion. Yeah. Right? And so she okay. went back. She was like, it's my mansion now. And, and then, then, things yeah. started to happen. Yeah. Because the grandma was keeping Leatherface locked in the basement. Oh, great. And then yeah. wrote the, wrote in the letter, hey, you got to take care of this Leatherface kid. <laughs> Uh, he's, oh. he's your cousin, he's a mass murderer, but we look out for family, we love him. family, he's, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, family first, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Know, we <laughs> love him. And, I mean, at that point, I mean, here's
1: the thing, it's, I, I would imagine it depends on how, like, estranged she feels from the family she sure. was adopted by. Sure, If she feels, like, lied to, well, she might go, the only other inheritance I have, I reject the one from you guys, mm-hmm. the only other inheritance I have is the murderer family that I'm from,
0: so. Well, the beginning of the episode, a bunch of the townspeople get together and, like, kill the whole family, and mm-hmm. it's only the baby that's left, and so this... Wow. the couple that, like, came... One of the couples that came to, like, kill the family grabbed the baby, like, killed her mom, mm-hmm. grabbed the baby, and, like, adopted it. Gotcha. So it was, like, they were pretty close to it anyway. Right. Right? But, yeah. Anyway, Texas Chainsaw Massacre aside, yeah. If your family's mass murderers, probably don't don't have oh, no, die I, for I, them. Well, there's... <laughs> the, you can. You can, like...
1: Like, through your actions, you can definitely forsake familial yeah. loyalty. Right? Yeah. You, I mean, as a very, you know, extreme measure, right? You murder somebody, you are no longer safe to be around other people.
0: Yeah, right. You yeah.
1: you have done something that is so heinous. Yeah, that you're that you 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 give up your rights to having a normal relationship.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, because like it's it's hard if you know anyone that just cold blood murdered someone to like trust them. And, yeah, you know well, why would yeah. you? They broke they broke actually the law. Right, yeah.
1: the law which is. You're not supposed to murder people. I mean,
0: that, <laughs> yeah.
1: like, w- we can have society because we are not constantly under the fear that somebody's going to murder us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, we don't have to carry around weapons everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you just just, it, yeah. It's, but as soon as you break that rule, I mean... Yeah. No one, no one,
0: you don't deserve the trust of anyone. Sure, sure. All right, well, I think that's it. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? Nope. Okay, cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Your Brain. Please stay safe and stay sane. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. Also feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at feeddon'twityourbrain at gmail.com. You can also follow Fortune Horseman on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't Eat Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening, and stay safe and stay sane.